Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob live in the lounge staring at you. Okay, so check it out. Um, let's see. The last podcast I did was entitled Class Clown. I'm not feeling like a class clown a week later, okay? I'm feeling pretty good, and I'm here to report on my findings. So that way, maybe you can feel good, too. Maybe you're going through something like this, you know? Look, I've been in therapy for a long time, okay? And I'm willing and able to try everything and anything, okay? I have. But today I did something which I'd like to share with y'all. Today I did CST, which is cranial sacral. I don't even know how to say it. CST therapy. It's a gentle hands-on technique that uses a light touch to examine membranes and movements of the fluids in and around the central nervous system. Relieving tension in the nervous system promotes a feeling of well-being by eliminating pain and boosting health and immunity. Your boy B.O.B. did that today, okay? Okay, a lot of information coming at you at once. I got some energy. I took a personal day, okay? Let's start at the beginning. I took a personal day on the whim today because I was like, you know, I'm going to work on myself. Thursdays, I attend a Bible study class at church, okay? Pastor Tasha leads it. Shout out to Pastor Tasha. Um, We start off like, you know, like today at 7 a.m., like talking about God. There is no greater way to start off the day. Coffee's great, you know, uh, whatever. But, like, it's just nice to be around people who, one, are vulnerable and like to share. I love it. I've met some really cool people in this group. And it's it's just like another version of therapy in a way. But it's, like, spiritual. Like, we all suffer from spiritual amnesia. This is what Eben Alexander, author of Proof of Heaven, says. Is that we all are born into the world with a general awareness of, you know, who we are as spiritual beings, but then slowly and surely, we'd like to break it down and tell you, no, you're not from that spiritual place, okay? You're in this physical realm with me, and you got to get a pair of Nike Air Jordans, quick, if you want to fit in here. Don't know why I said that. Maybe I just saw air again, but you know, hey, I'm just trying to make a point here. It's like, you come into the world spiritually, and then it's like everybody wants to break you down and tell you, no, 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 dude, you didn't come from God. You came from the Big Bang in space. You also came from a have a consciousness by your brain firing off neurons. Like everyone wants to explain everything in detail. They want to scare you, you know. Happens daily. Like daily, somebody or, or something will happen that wants to like test your faith. Whatever your faith is, dude. You don't gotta join my faith. I never told you to do that. You know what I mean? Like don't think for one minute that I'm trying to convert you because I ain't about that life. Okay. I'm about the spiritual life, but you got to find that on your own. I can't help you get there. Okay. I can't show you where 7-Eleven is. I can't show you where the hottest restaurant in town is that you don't want to eat at. I can't tell you these things. Okay. You got to find it out on your own. How are you going to do that? Pick up your Bible. But uh, yeah, so Bible study is great. Today we're talking about this dude, Zacchaeus, right? This dick guy, Zacchaeus, is like this tax debt collector. Everybody hates him. And in the Bible, they mentioned that he's short. And when Jesus comes into town, 
you can't see nothing, right? Like there's a parade coming down the street. You can't see nothing. So the dude climbs a tree. And in that moment, Jesus stops in the middle of this, you know, parade where he, you know, Zacchaeus is in the tree and looks right at Zacchaeus and says, you in the tree, you know, <laughs> you up there, I see you. Hey man, I'm sleeping at your house tonight. I never read this passage before. I never even knew of Zacchaeus, but I love it. I love it. And it's, I told everybody in Bible study, I'm like, it reminds me of like Green Day when Billy Joe Armstrong brings up a kid from the audience. I see you out there. The person that you, you who would never be on a stage in front of, you know, 20,000 people, you know what I mean? But this guy sees you and brings you out of the darkness into the light. I love that, man, you know? And then I love the fact that, like, Zacchaeus, like, you know, everyone's, like, talking trash on Zacchaeus. They're like, nah, 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 nah. Like, he can't be, he can't be having, like, Jesus over in the lodge, you know? He's lodging with Jesus. This, this is the part, like, that, like, I just, that I've forgotten about, you know? And I've forgotten about that the dude that I ran away from for how many years, is the same dude who like who who sleeps in the same house as people who are like sinners and people who are evil, but he like sees the good in them, and it's like dude, there is no greater thing than that. You know what I mean? There is no greater thing than seeing the good in others and trying your best to bring that out in them. You know, like that's the part of like my Bible study that stood out to me the most is just like yeah, you know, like imagine like you know everyone's talking about this dude Jesus coming to town. Oh, man, I can't get a view of him. I'm short. Let me climb this tree. And then, bam, I climb a tree. He looks right at me in the eyes. It gave me goosebumps. You know what I mean? Like, just like that feeling of like, because it's like, we all want that. You know, we we, we may not admit it if we're in our corners, neutral here with our, our religious and spiritual practices. But I can tell you that the deal is, hold up a sec. We meet again. What's up, man? How are you? So basically, in a nutshell, it's like, man, I lost my thought. <laughs> it's all good maybe you got it and that's enough you know but yeah so I, I had a great time with bible study class it was awesome i love starting the day i almost don't even want to like ever go back to work just stay in that spiritual realm the whole time i talked a lot about that today it's like you know like i i, I have like a job i have life but you know what i mean like it's like it's like society has deemed us not to talk about god anymore Every day, all day long. Bird just appeared out of nowhere as soon as I said that. I see you. Yes. You know, here's the deal. It's like, see, I used to think that, okay, so like then there's the people who want to convert you. They come to your house. They knock on the door. They interrupt Sunday. They're hey, you want to join this church? Not about that, dude. But what I am about is like talking to somebody about like my spiritual being, you know, like, I'm really stuck on this whole thing. I have a spiritual being who had no understanding of this physical realm and I was put here to learn some sort of universal lesson. You know what, dude? I am. I will. And, uh, you know, everything's going to be good from this point because then I leave Bible study and I'm scared, but I love being scared, man. Okay? Like, I love, like, not knowing what's coming. In my youth, I used to want to control everything, but now, like, I like to, like, do new things. So today I did CST, that cranesacral therapy type thing that relaxed my nervous system, right? I've had massages before. I've had uh, earth stones. I've had, a, you know, sensory deprivation tank. Never did this before, okay? And why did I do this? Because obviously I've been reading a lot more. And the one thing that I noticed is like, okay, my nervous system, being able to self-soothe, okay? I don't have, I don't have 
good uh, resources in that. I don't have good resources. And like when shit's about to hit the fan for me to be like, okay, chill. Everything's going to be good. I also like uh, would take other people's feelings in. Like say, for instance, somebody feels in a bad mood. It's my fault. I don't know what I did to feel, but I know it's my fault. It's also your nervous system, like being like constantly like in the flight mode and not the chill mode or the spiritual mode, right? So I had therapy about two weeks ago, right? And after my therapy session, I walked down to this wonderful lobby at Climb Health and Fitness in Lafayette Hill, Pennsylvania. And I saw somebody and I just learned your name today. I didn't know her name that day. But, you know, if you're like me and you're in that spiritual realm, you know, like when you see somebody that also possesses power. So you're like, hey, man, or hey, you, I see you. What what can I learn from you? You know, and I had that immediate connection with Blakely, right? Like, and she told me what she did and I was like, I'm in. And that was today. So get in there. I do this like intake form. She asks me some questions like, uh, before she begins the massage, asking me questions about like, you know, why I seeking this out, what I hope to accomplish, um, by, you know, CST. I filled out the whole form. I told her everything. She asked me like what types of things I do right now to, like I don't have anything to calm my nervous system down, but what do I do to calm down? And like, you know, I was telling her about like, you know, prayer, uh, playing music, meditation, like all the things I did prior to getting baptized a few months ago, right? So like, she's like, good, you seem to be a worthy candidate of this trip you're about to go on. And I'm like, all right. So then like, you know, she's like, all right, it's time to get on there. And like, I'm confused because I'm like, all right, do I take my clothes off? Do I not take my clothes off? You know what I mean? Like, and uh she was like, nah, just get on the table. But she, I'm laying on my back too, right? So I'm on my back with my head facing. And then, you know, I told her about my breath work. So I started my breath work up. And yes, okay. So she starts off lightly touching my head, like the back of my head, you know? And at first, like, I, you know, when it's a gentle touch, I didn't think it was just going to be gentle touch. I thought there'd be like some sort of like, uh, you know, what's released attention type of massage to it. No. But then what I felt was like this different type of energy that was way different than what I expected, but I had hoped for. And it was like her hands became like heat, like valves, you know, like I could feel like energy coming off of it, which in turn led my breathing to be deeper, which in turn led me to allow myself to be vulnerable to towards the therapy, you know? So then like I told her, she's like, where do you have all your pain in your body? And I told her like, without doubt, I got all my right side. I got a pain if I don't get like, if I sit too long in the morning, I got this pain that's happening right now just because I've been, you know, in this like seated or laying down position all morning. I'm trying to walk it out with y'all, my right side. And then I've had pain in my leg, but not like as crazy as she told me I did. Like, all right. So basically she, she begins, she's at my head. She lifts my head up and she applies pressure to like, I guess it's like the nervous system in the back of my brain. I feel like a, just like an overall good sensation like throughout my body and then she moved down to my like ankle area and then she stopped like when she stops like you, you know that she's stopping for a reason at some point you've become aware of this and she stops like at my leg and you know focuses her energies around there and I thought it was interesting because it was like I definitely was able to like I, I don't know how to describe it in like earth words so, you know it's like you you have a physical connection with pain, right? I was making a telepathic connection with pain. 
pain that has lived inside me for years that I didn't even know was in there. Right. So like she like moves up to my lower back and she does this. I don't even know how she did it really, but she supported the, the pain in my right side. But then she also had her left hand, I believe on my spinal cord. And, um, yeah, I, I just got really upset, you know, and, released like a whole bunch of emotion out of me and uh, I wasn't expecting that you know and she spent time there and like you know I worked through my emotions I went deeper into my breathing and um, she then went back to like my like third eye and like temples around my head and like I couldn't stop thinking about what had just happened in this area you know and like I almost like telepathically said to her like please like I need that's I need attention there you know so she went back and I got emotional again and I was very like deep into the breathing, deep into the telepathic connection, like almost. And then like, I, I can't really, like, it's, it's, cra it's crazy when you're crying and you don't know why you're crying, you know, but you know, you're upset, you know, like, you know, that these things are coming out of you, you know, and um, yeah, like. Oh man. So like we stop and like, you know, I'm very like, like, uh, it feels like I just got off like a 16 hour flight or something. And I'd just been in this like, you know, room for an hour, but like she asked me a whole bunch of questions afterwards. And like, you know, I had lots of questions too about what had just unfolded. And the interesting thing is that she said, yeah, those two areas that I focus on the one in your leg and then the one, your lower back, these are like energy cysts. And like, I'm still like, this has just happened to me a while ago. Right. So like, you know, I'm so I'm processing and she's like, yeah, you had trauma, you know, the body keeps the score, you know, like you've heard of that book, well, it's actually really true. So it's like, you have these things in you, you know, like maybe, maybe you're happy, maybe you got a great life and you, you know, you're a horse rider on the beach every day and it's great. There's no pain. There's no suffering. You're awesome. Great. But if you're like me and you got lots of like issues, like this was very eye opening. I have cysts made out of energy, like energy blocks in my body and she told me she was like now the thing about it is you can be unblocked and she said to me this and she said that for the next three days you'll feel the results of this you'll have vivid dreams and we'll take it from there and like she asked me if i would be interested in doing it again yes totally but like they also recommend that after you do cst you go right into a therapy session which i did with my therapist that the next hour so it's like i had this CST therapy for one hour, then afterwards talk therapy. Uh, but yeah, I, it's totally worth it. I mean, like for 70 bucks to feel better. Like I feel like I have a slight headache just because of crying all morning, but like I feel awesome right now. I hope you feel awesome too. You know, I mean, it's like we, we deserve that as human beings towards each other just to offer up grace. And like I said to you all before, like before I, got involved with storehouse church reading the bible I, somebody asked me once what, what does it mean to give yourself grace dude i had no idea i had no idea because i wasn't about that life and i wasn't about that world you know what i mean like in fact i would do everything i could to like run from it what's the point of running from the best thing that you got going on you know what i mean it's like, and then like they made this a uh, thing in church today it's like the copernican theory that you know they used to think that the earth 
was like like the sun the sun is the center of the universe we used to think it was the earth but then copernicus comes around and he's like yeah yeah it's the sun so then they call like god like the copernicus like god is the center of the universe they call it like a copernican revolution or whatever but i thought it was very interesting that like because we're in summer right now and like i go to a pool and i swat you know i i'm aware of like skin cancer i'm aware of like my skin burning but the sun, we, we know that it's good for us. We know that it will help us. But the sun now destroys us, gives us skin cancer, gives us melanoma. We lather on this chemical-based like suntan lotion. And it's kind of like a, like a message almost in a way. Like God is like the sun. Like, dude, I was rubbing suntan lotion all over myself. Not even in the summer. Like, I'm talking like the winter, the spring. Like, I was doing everything I can to block myself from him. So now I'm open, dude, and I'm open towards anybody who wants to talk about this stuff i'm tired just i'm t- i'm so tired of like uh like just keeping quiet you know it's like why am i gonna keep quiet you know what i mean like wh- for what like this whole thing could end any moment you know what i mean but i don't want to be quiet no more i want to be out there and i want to be you know just telling people like you know one that you are loved and there is a force in the force behind all of this that loves you tremendously that you can't even understand you know and it's like i have friends that are atheists i have read books on it i have done all this stuff and i can tell you it's better to believe than to not like and when you don't believe like it's like almost like going to a restaurant with friends and ordering nothing and watching them eat you know you knew that the restaurant was good you knew that, you know, you would probably get a really good meal there, but you were like, nah, 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 I'm not going to do that tonight. And you blew it, you know, you had a chance, but instead you blew it. I've been blowing it for years, dude. I'm at Bill's Mills and I almost got hit by a car. I don't know what it is when someone's crossing the bridge that it feels like the car and me are like magnets that are drawn to each other. And, uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good for the soul, huh? There's nobody down here. There's nobody down here because it's cloudy today. And it was cloudy yesterday when I came here. And I just felt, I felt it was so weird that, like, yeah, people don't, we don't, we don't, like, think of nature as, like, a place to, to go every day. We think of it as a thing to do on a Saturday afternoon or, like, a thing to do with the family. Watch your back. Oh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. This guy almost uh, risked his life for me right here. He stops, and then the Mazda behind him almost plowed into the back of him. Wouldn't that have been good copy here on the podcast? <laughs> but yeah, this CST stuff, yeah, my cranial nerves. It's also, too, like I imagine there's somebody out there who's like, well, obviously this is a placebo, Bob, and you were under the influence or this, that, or whatever. none of that, okay? Like... I also think that that's a mistake to believe that one person's placebo is like mistaken for another person's faith. You know, like we're so quick to chop each other down, man. It's happened to me daily since I got baptized, you know, but I'm sharing it more often. I actually just told my brother for the first time that I got baptized and it was pretty cool that he was like, I'm happy for you, you know, because it was like he and I had a very tumultuous time coming up with the Catholic religion, as many of you probably did. It felt like some, like, dark job you got to go to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't feel uplifting. It didn't feel spiritual. And I wonder, like, why humans years ago would think that that's the existence that God and Jesus wanted you to have was one of misery. Like, when I went to the church to get married to my wife, we had to go through pre-Cana. 
I'm comfortable enough to talk about this today. And uh, pre-Cana, for those who aren't in a Catholic church or any of that, it's like when you go and you meet with this priest and you talk about, like, you know, why you want to get married in the church and all that. But what I gathered was this dude wanted to know about, like, our premarital sex. He wanted to know about, like, all sorts of stuff. In fact, when we first arrived, he had, we were, like, walking up to the rectory. And a married couple, come, a married couple comes running out crying. She's crying. And he's like, ugh. And Teresa's is like, I, I told you, this guy, we'll call him Father Q. Father Q was known to make people, you know, he was known to question people's faith. And he tried to do that with me. And I was a different person then, man. I was, I was versed in the Bible because I grew up with it, especially Revelations and like, Every chance I got, I would, like, push it back in his face, and it was traumatic, you know? And then, like, we never went there afterwards, so, like, we got married in this church, and we never stepped foot, I never stepped foot back in that place ever again. It's weird, right? Like, the place you get married, the most sacred place of all, yeah, I have not been back to. Do I forgive him? Sure, why not? Feels good to forgive today, you know? Doesn't mean it felt good yesterday. But yeah, I mean, all these things are coming to fruition. I mean, this this therapist lady, Blakely, she was right. There will be things to learn in the next three days. With that being said, I'm taking the Bobcast on the road this weekend. I'm going to go cover the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. I've never been to it. My best friend, Drew Reed, is performing with Albanac. Scottish bagpipe band from across the pond. And uh, yeah, so things are going well. Remember that I love you. Remember that God loves you. My name's B.O.B. And this has been another episode of the Bobcast.